a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, free. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. So I don't think you're in a position to talk about freedom and you got all these different things going on with you against your own people. White man can mess up big time in this country. You ain't going to go to work on Monday and talk to that white guy about how that other white guy messed up. They ain't going to talk to you about that. <laughs> you think you're privileged. You're not in that club. So love your own. Then you have something left over to love somebody else. But start with you. All right, so they, 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 they talk about we ain't never been in bondage. Abraham is our father. And Jesus said, is that right? Is that right? So let's take a look and step down because we've got a lot of ground to cover. Starting at verse 30 again, John chapter 8. And he spoke these words. And as he spoke these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews that believed on him, who believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Could you tell me why there are so many people falling out of church? Not going to church anymore? They're not continuing in his word. You cannot make it in this world as far as God is concerned if you don't have no church on. The system is not designed for you to be a lone ranger. He said, if you continue my word, then are you my disciples indeed. What word? I give you words since you came looking for one. Forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, even more so as you see that day approaching. What do you mean missing church? What do you mean missing church because you say there's a virus in the land? Have you looked to see how far you came today through traffic to get here and it didn't kill you? Who you think keeping you alive at night? Who you think putting bread on your table? Well then I, I just think we ought to have sense enough and evidence we did to come and give him praise. <laughs> for his goodness and for his grace that is so amazing. The Lord said you have to, if you're going to show folk that you are my disciple, now let me, let me stop right here. You know I ain't in a hurry. I tell you what the Lord did not call not a one of us in here to do. He never called any of us to make no church members. And see, 
that's the problem. You don't have that problem with Jesus' disciples because they know better. Or they should know better. You need a pastor. You need a Sunday school teacher. You need a church home. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples, not church members. See, church members get mad at the pastor because the message is being preached. They go find another pastor. Some folks have had 15 pastors in five days. But see, the true disciples of Christ understand that open rebuke is better than secret love. And the disciples that are true disciples, they will continue in my word. Then are you my disciples indeed. So you say you're born again? What is the Holy Ghost saying? Prove it. Five years from now, will you still be in church? Well, let's, let's not go 60 months. 30 days. All right, moving right along. I'll be trying to milk these scripts for everything in here because God knows we need it. Verse 32, and you shall know the truth. If you continue in my word, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Can I get a witness? Verse 33, they answered him, we are Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. Come on now. You know them black folk had Israel in bondage for 400 years. Don't you know that all the Egyptians were black? They came out of Ham. And here these folk, they mind been fried too. So black folk ain't the only folk whose mind been fried. They stand up and talk about, we are Abraham's seed. We ain't never been in bondage to anybody. You in bondage under Pharaoh for 400 years. The problem with Negroes in, in, in our, our history in reference to slavery is that some of you are running from it and are ashamed of it. Don't you know that those are your victory scars? Huh? Don't you know that God gave us the victory and brought us out from there? When the man tried to destroy us, we are still here. That's a testament to God's grace. And how dare you be ashamed. White man is a slick character. I got a half a witness at the church. You did come here to get the truth, right? I thought about the museum in Denver, Colorado that our church went to a few years ago. And when we went into that Museum of Natural Art History up in Denver, Colorado, it finally dawned on me. I said, you know what, the white man is so sleek until he got everybody else's history in some building that they call a museum and you have to go and pay to go in there and see it. And I'm just saying, well, where is he? They got mummies from Egypt. They got all the rest of this stuff. Where did the white man come from? Because he's making money off everybody. Dead folk. All that. 
He came out of the caves in Europe eating raw meat. And got you over here thinking, now, now, see, you know what you forgot? We built the pyramids. You, we had, you know, hieroglyphic writings. We had the first libraries in Egypt. So how did we get over here to be portrayed as being ignorant and Yathabalth and all that? Well, we spoke Swahili when we got over here. And it was against the law that the white man made to teach a Negro how to read was against the law. So we were trying to talk to be understood in the English language, but our ancestors spoke perfect Swahili. People always run in Washington, D.C. Who laid D.C. out? Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin Banneker. First open heart surgery done by a black man. Air-conditioned black man. Central heat, black man. You think they're going to teach that to white children? No. Why? Because we always have to be put into that frame of reference as being ignorant and unlearned. That's not true. I'm going to tell y'all something right now, and I want you to forever remember it. You get deep into this word, you let this word get deep into you, and now you got a weapon you can go anywhere in the world and fight with. That's why it makes no sense for some of you to be so ignorant. Leaving out, ain't got no Sunday school teacher, won't sit down to be taught. Come on now, we... Even the world starts saying stuff like, we are better than this. <laughs> God has given you an opportunity to be here at this church. Don't stay the same. Don't stay the same. All right, all right. I, I keep trying to move on. Now. Don't, don't worry about it. I got a clock up here. Whether I respect it or not, it's here. <laughs> oh, some of y'all don't even want to laugh with me. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm your brother in tribulation. Verse 34. Jesus answered them after they started talking about the Abraham seed. And we ain't never been in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? They thought they were free. Man, a lot of white folk think they're free. You know where the greatest freedom in Christendom is in the black pulpit. I thank God for the black preacher. I, I thank God for the black preacher. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Ain't nothing like the real thing, oh no. 
ain't nothing like the real thing. Listen, even though it was against the law to teach us to read, that black preacher got in there somewhere and somehow he stirred them people up. <laughs> they could make another week. God has taken good care of us. He really has. He really has. All right, verse 34. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. See, when I was a junkie and a drug dealer, I can talk about me because I ain't going to hurt my feelings. When I was out there selling drugs, doing drugs, going through all those changes, running women, never ran no men. I was a bad boy. I, I was out there. But the day came. How many of y'all know after a while sin will catch up with you? Man, the devil will have you out there on the end of that branch and all of a sudden you hear something crank up. It's a chainsaw. He's getting ready to cut that limb out from up under you. The devil cannot be trusted. But the Lord God sent Jesus to set us free. So the Lord says, if you commit sin, you're the servant of sin. And in verse 35, he says, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. What does he mean, the son abideth ever? Jesus cannot sin. And he is ever present to help those of us that do sin. And if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in, why is that pastor up there talking about sin? It's a shame. No, it's a shame that you don't talk about it. Are we free? We're not free to sin. And we are not free from sin. And I don't care who you are. If you're not careful with your heart, you can become jealous of somebody who looks better than you. But how many of y'all know looks are not always physical? Some people got some spiritually beautiful and some people got some spiritually bad looks. Ain't nothing in the world worse than somebody that think that they are entitled. Because you're so pretty, you got this apple shape. Huh? You just stroll through. Feet don't even touch the ground. You got it going on. And you cuss everybody you know out. Thank you. <laughs> That's ugly. <laughs> That's ugly. Somebody said, how does that how does that saying go that beauty is only skin deep, but ugly is to the bone? Some people got some ugly ways. When you get through talking to it, make you want to go take a shower. Verse 36. If the son, therefore, in light of all that's been said, 
Abraham's seed. We ain't never been in bondage. We haven't done this. We haven't done that. Jesus says in verse 36, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. In other words, I'm going to Calvary and I'm going to die on that cross. And if any of you believe on me and understand that I've come to do what? Set the captives free. Because all y'all in bondage. Every one of you is in bondage to sin. But I've come to set the captives free. So in order for the captives to be set free, they got to believe on me. Believe what? Believe that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. On that tree, he became our substitute. On that tree, he took our place. Now, if a person is not willing to admit that Jesus died and rose again, you cannot be saved. Do I need to say that again? You cannot. It's no way to be saved if you don't believe that Jesus died and rose again. That's the cornerstone of our Christian belief system. I was thinking last night, and uh, this would be a bold step for me, so I probably don't need to take it right now. I'm just going to say somewhere in the book of Leviticus. Huh? In the book of Leviticus which is the book of holiness. When this person that had sinned, somebody say sinned. When this person would come to see the priest at the door of the tabernacle, he would bring with him an animal according to the law of Moses. Come on, I'm talking about free. He would bring this animal that was already prescribed for him to bring. He would bring the animal to the priest. Even though he would have to kill the animal because sin is costly. Even though he would have to kill the animal, the man that brought the animal, are you listening? Was not inspected. Uh, you ain't going to stop me from loving Jesus Christ. The, the guilty man, and, no, no, and nobody in line have to ask him, okay, what are you here for today? The animal was inspected, not the man. Don't look at me. Because you look at me in the wrong manner, I may say something ungodly to you. Don't inspect me. Because you're going to find something wrong. You may hear a lie that I told back in 1963. Don't look at me. But the animal, according to the law of Moses, had to be without spot. Had to be without blemish. 
So don't look at me, look at the Jesus that redeemed me. Because ain't nothing wrong with him. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He is the one to be inspected. Jesus said the other day, which of you can condemn me of sin? He said, can anybody in this audience come up with anything that I ever said or anything that I ever did that was wrong? You know why Christ lived a spotless, sinless life? Because we couldn't do it. So now that you're born again, ain't no need of walking around like you got it going on. If the Lord didn't keep his hands on us, all of us jump up right now, tear our clothes off and start cussing one another. And you got to remember what Mark Twain said. A naked man never influenced society. I don't want to see all that. That's why God, when we accepted Jesus, clothed our human spirit in the garment of righteousness. Hallelujah! In the garment of righteousness. So yeah, you look at me, you're going to see some fault. And if you follow too closely behind me in traffic, I just might go above 55. Something like 58, something like that. That let you know Jesus ain't driving. <laughs> That's Freddie, baby, at the wheel. How can you live in plain dealing and get to this church in 15 seconds? Because all of us in here, listen, have something wrong with us. And it's going to be that way until the day you leave here. But, it's agarazo. He came in, he bought us, he brought us out, and he set us free. Can somebody tell the Lord thank you? So if the son, therefore, in verse 36, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Indeed in doing, in living. I'm so comfortable when I lie down at night to go to sleep because it's already fixed. If I don't wake up in the morning, I'm going to be with him. All of my trials, troubles, and tribulations will soon be over. In this world, you shall have tribulations. But Jesus said, in me you shall have peace. Free. Free to praise him. Free to tell the Lord, even in public, I love you, Jesus. Free. Free to be all that God wants me to be. Because I don't know about you, but the man is still working on me. Is he still working on you? Yes. Praise God. We should serve God with gladness. Don't you ever let no problem with your wife, no problems with your husband or your children stop you from serving God. 
Because not a one of them died in your place. Christ came to set us free. And you see, probably from this pulpit, you, you hear maybe every now and then some things that you probably never heard in quote unquote in church. I'm not responsible for that. What I am responsible for is what God told me to tell you. And he set me free to do that. I don't hate white folk. I don't like their ways. I don't hate black folk. I don't like their ways. Maybe there are some folk that don't like my ways. Because they don't like righteousness. Huh? You think folk are excited about me sitting up here telling the truth? That's why some of y'all haven't brought your little white friends with you. Oh, you know, Jenny, what bishop might say so. <laughs> Ain't no need of me going back Monday being rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> Today's message, free. FC2987. FC2987 is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.